Hello, everyone. It's your boy, Packer Ewing. It's October 3rd. I'm joined by my good friend from Canada, the one and only Adam Fish. Adam, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I have been better, but I am excited about everything in the NFT world. So we are trucking through. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's been an exhausting week because, frankly, there has been so much going on that it's hard to keep up. And that's why tonight we're doing an only Top Shot episode of Around the Metaverse, because Top Shot kind of like put their foot on the pedal and reminded everyone that they're they're Top Shot, right? <laughs> they're they're yeah. the they're the billion dollar elephant in the room. Yeah, the the seven billion dollar elephant in the room. That's I mean, right. they you know we we were waiting, we were waiting for announcements all through the playoffs, saying like, "Come on, where's the marketing? Where's the announcements?" And they were saying, "Just wait, just wait, just wait." And we got through the off season and we saw, you know, there was some excitement for sure. And then just, you know, the last week or two, they've gone into overdrive and it's like every day, more than once a day, there is a, a wow moment coming from Top Shot and it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah, there were a lot of wow moments this week. The first of which happened around noon on Tuesday when Sports Business Journal, whether intentionally or not, um, leaked the news that Dapper and the NFL had reached an agreement to introduce NFL NFTs, the NFL equivalent of Top Shot moments. We don't know the name yet, but they basically confirmed, you know, what we all kind of knew was coming and had speculated about, but they announced it and it was like officially official. Everyone went nuts about it, rightfully so. Um, As we're recording this, Tom Brady is about to break the NFL record for most passing yards in a in a career uh and he's going to do so against his former team the new england patriots i have a feeling that will be minted as an nft available on this future platform as it um, should as it should and I, I imagine it will command quite the premium if that's tom brady's debut moment breaking the nfl all-time yardage record uh against the team that he kind of established his career and, and established himself as the greatest of all time at that would be a a premium moment to say the least yeah, um, it's it, it's exciting to think about. I mean, it's such a different. I'm sure there will be so much about it that is different from NBA Top Shot, and and a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter, right? That how's how's it going to work? That a, a 53 man roster, you know, are you going to have moments for you know O linemen and and guys that people you know that that casual fans don't even know their names, sort of thing, or is it just going to be is it just going to be premium players and what's it going to look like? And, you know, how many, how many plays are there in a given season that are actually mint worthy? Right. Um, you know, it in, I mean, you can pick a highlight, any, any NBA player that gets more than five minutes of playing time, you could choose four moments from a season to turn into top shot moments. You know, it's not hard to do. Um, but I, I doubt you're going to see a lot of NFL moments that are, you know, three yards and a cloud of dust sort of thing of like running into the line of scrimmage for a two yard pickup. And I hope not. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not, not terribly exciting. So you wonder, you know, the 16 games or 17 game season, 17 oh, games. Yeah. It, it's hard to get used to that now. I, yeah, I, I know 17 game season. It feels weird. Um, you know, it, it, an offensive or de- defensive players only on the field for half the game. Um, you know, you're talking about a couple dozen plays, you know, so it'll, it's, I mean, this isn't fun at all. I I, like, it's really exciting, but it's all to say 
it's going to be interesting to see how they structure it and how it might be different from what we're used to seeing from Top Shot. Yeah, I was speaking with a few other collectors. We hosted a Twitter Spaces on Wednesday night, and that was a big topic of conversation. Um, you know, what will the moments look like? You know, will they be the cube? Will it be another format? What will they actually be structured? Will there be like sets? You know, what is the design going to be? And then also, you know, to your point, like our offensive linemen getting plays or moments is it going to be you know quarterbacks are so dominant in football quarterbacks running backs and wide receivers yeah um, and i you know i watched red zone all day today and then at the end of red zone when it signs off they show you every touchdown for the for the for the weekend sure like, well, there actually are a lot of touchdowns sure but even that in itself doesn't account for nearly every player in the nfl if they had to have some sort of agreement of that nature like they do with the nba so you have to wonder how they're going to manage the kind of supply and the inventory of the moments and how often We'll see them. Let me ask you a question now for you to think about. We know it's coming this season. So this news leaked on Tuesday. Um, yeah, that was a weird leak, by the way. Do, do we know why that happened? We don't. But then the official mm. news from the NFL, from Dapper, from a variety of sources, really formally rolled out via press release, via marketing. Yeah, push it, it is on all. Wednesday. It's, it's officially official. The next day, it really launched. So that yeah. was kind of like a, a you know sports business journal did that, whether whether coordinated or not. Um, ahead, one day ahead of everyone else. When do you think we will actually see the launch of the platform? I'm going to set the over under at week eleven. Hmm, week eleven. So, so it's it's interesting because. You know, we Top Shot, I, I think, was intentional about not wanting to kind of go into their whole marketing push heading into the playoffs, right? They they wanted, they, they really, it was clear that they decided in the NBA to kind of reset things at the beginning of the new season. And and sort of give themselves the whole year to to roll out. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they were to roll out, let's say week eleven, they're they're giving themselves a pretty condensed window of the season to really build up hype, build up a collector base, and get people excited. If we assume that things slow down in the off season as as they typically would, um, but that said, you know. They're not ready to launch tomorrow. That's that's the impression that we get. Um, so, so over under, over under. I would say. I mean, th- this is what week four. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think they're going to launch this seven weeks after announcing it? Prior to that, or maybe not until the playoffs. I would say so. Uh, I think that they will probably. I will say under with the caveat that I think we we understand that it will in all likelihood be a closed beta to start. Um, so it would not surprise me to see a closed beta around then. And they may not do an open beta until the beginning of next season. What do you think? I think we're going to see it in full force this year. I think the NFL playoffs will include like open access to top shot or whatever whatever it's called right nfl top shot nfl play action whatever the hell you want to call it um i I find it hard pressed to believe because we saw this week 
um, Good Morning Football, the Thursday night NFL show, all like talking about this on television, marketing it heavily. The NFL, yeah, it's a great point. So like, they're yeah. really they're really like weaving it into the narrative of the season and talking about it on TV, which like yeah. never even happened for Top Shot really, like other than a, a few Sports Center plays. But like, this is NFL media actively talking about it on television during a broadcast. Yeah, what, for what, on, during Thursday night football, it was like yeah. a two minute segment right. all about what, it, right? What moment of the season would you like to see Justin Tucker yeah. you know, XYZ Dak Prescott? So it would be hard for me to believe that they're gonna like talk about it that much and then not roll it out for everyone this year. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. I, I will I, I think you're probably right, um, thinking about it that way, because you're right. I mean this is all this is all being done in a coordinated way, right? The NFL has invested in Dapper. They're this is they're very much rolling it out together. And you're right. I think you know thinking about it more, it would not make sense for them to be publicizing it that way in a way that they haven't. They didn't even really for Top Shot um, if they were not really gearing up to get people signed up and and rolling on the platform. I think the biggest question for me is whether or not the actual first wave of moments are exclusively from this NFL season, or if they will use last year, or even, you know, what if the concept of run it back doesn't exist for the NFL, and it's just all mixed? We don't know yet. I think it's fundamentally going to be different than the NBA product. Yeah. Because of how many plays, because of how many players, because of the frequency of like mint worthy moments. I do think it's going to be a pretty unique setup across the board. Um, I'm excited to find out, but I do think we'll get it this year. And I think everyone will get their hands on it this year. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be great, certainly for for the American Top Shot user base. I mean, you know, more so than than globally. And NBA is much more of a global game. But um, with the U.S. market, of course, drives a lot of drives a lot of markets. So the more users that are coming on to dapper related platforms i think that's only going to be good for for the nfl product for top shot for all of it so if this gets more people interested then i think it'll be a win across the board and it'll be very good for the nft economy in general cuz we know how many people got onboarded into nfts through top shot bringing all these nfl people all these gamblers that love football and daily Great fantasy point. Yep. And all of that, now they're, yep. they have another way to spend their money and speculate on the value of players, right? Um, yeah. That's probably a good thing for everyone. And the funny thing is that when this news leaked on Tuesday, everyone was talking about it. And we knew, because there was no official word from anyone else, that like it wasn't really officially announced yet. But Tuesday night, they tried to throw us off the scent. And they dropped yeah. NBA Run It Back. They yeah. were like, no, guys, stop talking about football. We're not ready for that yet. <laughs> Dwayne Wade is leading the 05-06 NBA season Run It Back set, which is coming out presumably in October. Um, based on our conversation with Jacob, I would assume it's coming out coinciding with the first week of the season. Whether or yeah. not that's true, we don't know yet. But we know Run It Back is coming. We know it's Dwayne Wade is shortly. It. However yeah. you define shortly, it's it's on its way. Yeah. That was uh, super exciting. I'm glad they're going that far back into the archives. I'm glad Dwayne Wade was actively tweeting about it and marketing it. Um, people were really excited. How are you feeling about 0506 Run It Back? So, well, I, I'm going to say this. I mean, and nothing against D Wade. I mean, I I I loved him. Um, his his Marquette run was legendary. Um, 
you know, a great career, but everyone's excited about D Wade. And, and I know, you know, he was a centerpiece of that title team, but how about Shaq? We don't have a Shaq moment yet. I don't think we're going to get Shaq. Really? I, I you think he's going to be one of the guys that gets held back. I think that if Shaq was in it, Shaq would be leading it. It would not be Dwayne Wade. It would be Shaq. And I find it hard to believe that Shaq's top shot debut would, when be, on trying, the would be on the Heat and not the Lakers. I um, did. I thought about that. I mean, not. I well, look, we know that we know that that at least thus far there are no Kobe moments, and and Dapper is going to be very careful about ever taking steps in that direction. They would not do anything without the estate sign off. Um, you know, they, we may not ever see a Kobe moment. And so while I think conceptually having Shaq in his first moment on the Lakers makes sense, it would also kind of be weird to have that and sort of almost be editing around Kobe. Um, so having Shaq on the heat would sort of be a way to have him in, in without dealing with the Kobe issue. Now, the other option is they could wait till next year and do a 94, 95, run it back and, and give me a Shaq penny moment. I would be happy with that too. Don't get me wrong. That'd be great. But it would be weird to have to wait another year to get a Shaq moment just because he's one of the 10 best players ever. And he's such an outsized personality and a current, right. He's, he's stayed in the spotlight um, so much. And so I just think it would be weird to not have a Shaq moment. Not, I, I didn't mean to, to go, we went sideways on the Shaq thing here. Um, Cause that's not what the whole run it back thing is about, but that was just something I was thinking about today was just, Oh, five Oh six heat. I think we'll get a Shaq moment. So it, that one, that one is one that it will be interesting to see if we get it because there's, there are all of these different considerations around him specifically. Well, we know. So I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been, I've been writing about it. I've been diving deep into the basketball reference archives of 0506. The all-star teams from that year, the rosters from those years are, are wonderful. Lots of stars and under the radar kind of beloved players. Sure. Um, and and guys that don't have moments yet, right? Some of them do. You got Duncan and Garnett and Pierce, and well, there's guys that have moments. But what's interesting is obviously we know from the first S1 run at back set when obviously your beloved Spurs won the championship. Yes, um, my my second favorite team. Still. We have we have three moments from that run, right? We have Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili. Yep. So if Miami has that championship badge, what other players from Miami? Will we see? Because it's not mm-hmm. just going to be Dwayne Wade. For um, sure. I think we'll get Alonzo Mourning. Yep. Not necessarily in peak heat, but heat Alonzo Mourning with a championship badge. There's still, the- that's still, there's, even though, yeah, you're right. I mean, he wasn't at his peak then, but, but there's a lot of history there. Yeah. And then the wild cards for me are, are Shaq, who I think, you know, everyone is assuming, but I feel like Lakers are Shaq and Shaq is the Lakers. And it would be hard for me to believe that I'm, listen, I welcome it. Like, That'd be great. And then Jason Williams, who's also a wild card, who had a great run with the Heat, but is also most known for the Kings. Um, I will tell you some other players that I think we will get. That Before you jump to it, that yeah, would be ahead. weird. It, it would be weird if, if 
Jason Williams is, Mo- first moment is not with it, right? You got to have yeah. one of those, one of those years. Was it the, which year did they, did they lose to the Lakers in the conference? Was it ga- 2000? 2001? 2001. Yeah, I believe I mean, so. that, that needs to be that you, they could do a 2001 run it back and have it be all Kings moments. Right. I mean, that, that team was so, I mean, one of the, one of the most legendary teams to never win, to never make it to the finals. Well, that year, I believe, was the year they lost to the Lakers, who then beat Allen Iverson's 76ers. Yeah. Now, I might be wrong. I think that's how I remember it. I think that's right. I and that's when right. Allen Iverson was the MVP. Yes. And for, I those believe same, you are right. for those same reasons, I do not think we're going to get Allen Iverson this year. You think they're going to save it for 2001? I think they're going to save Iverson and Shaq for 2001. That's interesting. I think we're going to get Gilbert Arenas on the Wizards. I think we're going to get Deron Williams as a rookie on the Jazz. Maybe Andre Kirilenko. I think we'll get Raptors Bosch. Yeah. I think we'll get Ray Allen and Rashard Lewis on Seattle. I do for not. Sonics moments. For Sonics moments. I do not think they'll double dip on the Spurs and give us more Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker. I think they're. I think they're going to resist. Um, I. I think they. It would not surprise me. So our understanding of run it back is we know that there it will be rare, but there will be common run it back moments as well, right? That is what was kind of loosely verbally confirmed by Jacob in an office hours, and then I kind of caused a conundrum on Twitter when I uncovered that news, and Roham and Jacob pretty much said like, "Yeah, we're going to do common run it back, whether or not they're going to do it this season or in conjunction with the release of the rares, or they're going to use it later in the year. We don't know." Right. Um, whether it's going to be called run it back or some other historical set, but we do know that common common historical moments of some nature will be coming. So, so I, I bring that up to say this, I do believe that whenever it is that they roll out a common run it back set, I think they will intentionally include all of the existing run it back players so that completing the team sets becomes much more attainable. So I, I I agree. I don't think they would do more rare Spurs moments of the big three. Yeah. But I I similarly think that they will intentionally include those guys in any common run at backs for the same reason. And I think they'll include Duncan and Pierce, and, or sorry, Garnett and Pierce and Dirk and all of those guys and Durant, not in 2005, 2006, but he wasn't in the league yet. But I think in general... Um, part of this this process will be that sort of as as quickly as possible, they will look to make full team sets uh, more attainable for people. And that won't degrade having a complete series one set. Nope. For people that won't change the fact that those are their top shot debuts. Yep. It'll just give people another way to collect those players that they love. Yeah. Um, the, the, the season one set and the season two set and the season three set and the full team set are all separate achievements exactly. and they might get separate utility. And, you know, we, we, that we don't know, but we know that they, they want to make at least the full team set more of a possibility for people. A hundred percent. Steve Nash won the MVP on the Phoenix Suns that year. So we're going to get, yeah, well, he's, he's a guarantee, right? And, guarantee. and it would not surprise me if we get, if we get a, a number of other Suns moments, just because, you know, that was that was right in the middle of the seven seconds yeah. or less era, right? So that, Matrix that and Stoudemire. Yeah. 
Nash, Stoudemire, Barbosa, Marion, Rajabel. I find it hard to believe we'd have another Leandro Barbosa run it back moment, but Sean Marion, Amari, Stoudemire, Steve Nash could all double dip on the Suns there. Um, yep. The yep. 76ers that year, so in case you were curious, had a rookie Lou Williams, um, Andre Iguodala, Chris Webber, Allen Iverson, Kyle Korver. I don't think we're going to get 76ers Chris Webber. Um, the Magic have Dwight Howard and Hidu Turkoglu. The Knicks have a rookie David Lee and a rookie Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson won the dunk contest that year. Is it possible we get Nate Robinson rookie year dunk contest moments? Maybe. 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 Chris Paul was a rookie that year. He will definitely be included. Vince Carter. He will definitely Jason be included. Yeah. Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, and Richard Jefferson on the Nets. Kevin Garnett and Wally Zerbiak on the Timberwolves, as well as Ricky Davis and Michael Olokandi. Um, I, I I don't know that I would count on seeing the candy man, but no. maybe, maybe you never know. Number one pick. Um, Andrew Bogut was a rookie on the Bucks. Michael Red was on the Bucks, scoring a lot of points. Pau Gasol on the Grizzlies. Michael Red, what what happened? Michael Red sort of gotten forgotten to history. That yeah. guy could score. Yeah, the Clippers, Elton Brand and Corey Maggette. Um, Pacers, Metal Maggette, isn't it Maggette? Maggette, it's Maggette. My basketball what? fandom card is going to get revoked for that one. Was was that the year did they make a playoff run that year they did yeah yeah i could see elton brand i could see an elton brand moment yao ming and tracy mcgrady on the rockets that that i mean i think we're gonna get a moment i think is a good that's a good bet i think we're gonna get both of them and i think yao ming will low-key be the most valuable moment from that set because when this thing goes global (laughs) yao is the guy and he is the guy yeah Monte Ellis was a rookie on the Warriors. Jason Richardson. Um, the Pistons, you have Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton, and Rasheed Wallace, all who made all-star teams that year, all who kind of had career years in, in some extent. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's sort of a, a that was sort of a, a holdover from the 04 title. Um, but those, I mean, that team was good for a number of years afterwards. So those would be great inclusions too. Yeah. They won 64 games that year, the most of any team. They lost to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but that could potentially be the two Wallace's and Rip Hamilton's top shot debuts. Um, we could have Carmelo's first moment on the Nuggets, which I'm I'm okay with. You got uh, well. I, for the rest of us that aren't Knicks fans, right. I mean, I, I think it's a lot more than okay. Like yeah. that's th- that is uh, a welcome and, sight. And you know, they always emphasize they want to tell the story of the season with Run It Back and Carmelo. Sure. You know, that was his first real big year. Um, Really, what I'm excited about, and I think it's almost like I would bet my life on it that it's going to happen, narratively to the season, narratively to NBA history, is LeBron James, run it back. It is his first year making the playoffs on the Cleveland Cavs. And I will tell you what it what it's going to be, because I've been not only researching what players will be making the cut, but what moment will be minted. LeBron James's first two playoff points ever are a layup in the first quarter of a Wizards victory in Cleveland, I would bet my life that will be in run it back. I, I think that's as good a bet as any because there, I mean, there's no, there's no LeBron Cleveland moment yet. Yeah. Right. That's so, right. so that's when you talk about NBA history, that is as of this moment, a glaring omission. So, you know, I think, I think we'd all be stunned if there was not a LeBron Cavs moment in this set. And yeah, I think his first playoff points, I think that's a great call because that tells a story, right? He's, 
he was well look at the time we didn't know that he was going to be the next guy because it was very much you know it was that that whole draft class or at least at least the top three from that draft class one three and four um wade Melo, and and lebron it was really the three of them of like that they're going to be battling for many years to come and and look to a large degree they they lived up to the hype it was it was clear not long afterwards that lebron was in a class of his own but um but yeah, I mean, I think that that was absolutely the story of the season was those three guys that were, you know, it was their third season, right? Third season. Yeah. It was their third seasons. LeBron averaged 31.4 points per game that season, which is the most of his Jeez. career. Wow. that's the, He's only averaged 30 points or more in a season twice. And that was the most he's ever averaged. Do you want, do you want to hear what his, like the starting five of that team was or the, the oh, core rotation? Um, how, how many of those guys were were playing at the y, the local YMCA within four seasons? Ronald Murray, Larry Hughes, Drew Gooden, Eric Snow, Danielle Marshall, Zadrunas Ilgauskas. A 50-win okay, I, team. I have to be honest. I have no idea who Ronald Murray is. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> he was averaging like 15 points a game in that team. I have no idea who that is. That, yeah. That's got to be a deep cut. I Big Z, okay. He he was an all star. Danielle Marshall, he he had he had some moments. Uh, Eric Snow, of course, with the Sixers. But yeah, I mean that is that was very much LeBron and and the LeBronettes, right? I mean that's as it was for many years then, as it was when he dragged them to the finals in 07. So yeah, I think uh, there, there's a lot of uh, look every year in NBA history. Uh, there's there's a lot of history to be told, but I'm. As you said earlier, I'm I'm really glad that they went back that far because it brings in a lot of narratives that haven't been touched on yet and is sort of a a, a throwback to a, a a different era than than the than the 14 set, right? Like that, you know, Absolutely. when you go back when you go back 8 seasons, that's that's a lifetime in basketball terms. Yeah, so, different brand of basketball. Yeah. For sure. For sure. A lot more mid-range uh, moments in this set. Yeah, a lot fewer threes. Um, actually, on the topic of threes, before we move on, my a moment that I'm personally very confident is going to be in the set and that I'm personally looking forward to very much will be Ben Gordon's top shot debut on the Bulls. Ben Gordon, to me, was like J.R. Smith before J.R. Smith. Um, in a victory against the Washington Wizards. I think that's an insult to Ben Gordon. Ben Gordon went nine for nine from three. Unbelievable. Including the game-winning three with 50 seconds left. He, there are only two players ever that have hit that have gone nine for nine from three that have never missed a three-pointer and hit nine three-pointers in the game. It's Ben Gordon and Latrell Sprewell, and Ben Gordon has done it twice. So, ben milestone, was, milestone moment. He he was really a great great player, and I loved him you know so I, much. I know he's. Post career, you know, he had his own struggles, which he's he's written about. I I hope I certainly hope that he's doing better now. Um, but he had some really good moments, playoff moments. I mean, he was again a guy like Michael Red that if you only started watching basketball over the last ten years, wouldn't know they existed. Wouldn't know they existed. But man, he he could score. I tweeted like earlier tonight 
oh, I think, you know, I'm working on my article, but here are some players that I think are going to make it. And I put Ben Gordon and Michael Wright on there. And someone responded like, those guys suck. And I was like, you, you don't watch basketball. Like, you don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. They were awesome. No, yeah. no. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, Michael Red, he he had knee problems. But like when he was healthy, those Bucks teams were the real deal. For sure. Speaking of things that are the real deal, on Friday... What a segue the, by Patrick Viewing. Keep Come things on going. Top Shot celebrated their first birthday uh, since launching in public beta on Friday in quite possibly the most extravagant virtual birthday celebration in the history of the internet. My my favorite part of it was was Dan Verno. Shout out to Danny Ukes tweeting, I think the day before. Day before. Hey, what's with Top Shot not doing anything to celebrate their birthday? And the next day, Top Shot was like, so we're going to have a whole three-day celebration of our birthday. So the funny context behind that is that El Dumbo reached out to myself and like a lot of other prominent content creators, probably on like Monday or Tuesday of that week, and said, hey, we're planning something for Friday for, for Top Shot's birthday. You can't tell anyone. I told, I took him telling me you can't tell anyone as me not being able to even tell you guys, which is yeah. why I didn't, nobody at Packard Media knew that we were doing this uh, until Friday and Maybe I need to trust you guys more. And, and it, it was a life. wild surprise. Don't, I, I, I have a huge mouth. Do not tell me anything. And he's like, hey, we're going to give away all these packs. We're going to do all this stuff. We were like, there's a content creators channel in the Top Shot Slack that I'm a part of. And we were all like planning this for the whole flex. week. How about that flex? I know. And when he tweeted it, I shared it in there. And they were, they, we were all just laughing about it because <laughs> we were like, he doesn't know what's coming. Like. Odumbo was like, did I get the birthday wrong? Like, was it supposed to be yesterday? <laughs> it was great. I mean, it, it it was exciting. It's it's fun to it's fun to take that step back and have that reminder of like, first of all, this is all new. Like it's really it's been reminder a year. Like, a year. It's been like, a, a year. year. Feels like a lifetime. And and it was also just a reminder of like, oh yeah, this is this is a central organization that is right. Like it, I mean, look, we talk a lot about the NFT space, these other creators, you know, they, and many of them have done remarkable jobs. They've built up, you know, whole universes of content and things like that. But, you know, something like Dapper, I mean, this is an organization with a literal billion dollar organization. They've raised hundreds of millions in equity from some of the largest entities in the world and they have this huge team behind them and they're just professional they can just do they can do anything they want and they know what they're doing you know we criticize them sometimes fairly unfairly they make mistakes mistakes, but but they are professional and you know when they want to celebrate something you know we saw all these content creators doing these giveaways. There's a showcase challenge to win more packs and rare packs. And so between all the packs they gave to the content creators to give away, as well as giveaways that they had baked into like showcases and the blog and other kind of like activations, they gave away over 50,000 packs. Wow. So like all of those kind of packs that got set aside during pack drops and people were like, why is there 300 less than they listed like what the hell i right. want like yeah they just gave away fifty thousand packs it was nuts and the and by the way a lot of those people complaining were saying oh it's going to influencers it's going to players it's whatever little did they know 
little did they know that no, actually they're just giving them out in a way that's going to be really fun and different and get people excited. Right. I, I mean, it's, it's what, what better way to get people in the mood for top shot at the beginning of the season than, than pack giveaways. Everyone loves free shit, right? Everyone loves free shit, and there was no testament to that stronger than the fact that Happy Birthday Top Shot was the number one trending Twitter topic in the entire damn country. How about that? We dethroned Meek Mill. We dethroned (laughs) every other trending topic on that day. We were number one for like, we were were watching it climb. We were at like 11 and 10 and 8, and eventually we got to 1, and we held 1 for like 2 or 3 hours. And it was maybe if 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 Big Mill wasn't on Twitter begging for a, a free CryptoPunk, maybe he could have held on to that number one spot. But that's that's neither here nor there. It was it was a pretty epic day, and it started with free packs, and it continued with just like more and more surprises. It was almost like they spent their birthday fulfilling all of our wishes because at like two in the afternoon, they turned on Ethereum pricing in the marketplace, which was like. Love it. Obviously, BelieverBot had that for a while, and we wanted it, and it was like a no-brainer. And uh, well, well, why don't you, why don't you, as an aside, I mean, in case any listeners don't aren't familiar with BelieverBot, why don't you f- fill them in on that? BelieverBot is a Twitter bot that automatically tweets out every time a sale happens on the marketplace over five hundred dollars, which was a catalyst for a lot of increased buying activity because. It was a fun way to flex and brag about what you were buying and socialize, you know, the marketplace. Um, but it also kind of just created this public awareness of like, wow, a lot of people are buying stuff. I can feel confident. I want to participate in this. And one of the tweaks that BelieverBot quickly made to their automatic tweets was to demonstrate the price in Ethereum of what that moment was sold for, which otherwise never existed before. And Topshot is an NFT. NFTs are traditionally priced in Ethereum, but Topshot is the most commercial and consumer-friendly NFT. And you could you could deposit funds from crypto, but you could never view the marketplace. Everything on the site was just priced in USD. Right. So I'm looking at the marketplace right now. I, I sorted Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry, rare moments. Um, Steph Curry's rare MGLE three-pointer is 0.55 Ethereum. Kevin Durant's uh, you know incredible circus dunk play of the year is 0.9 Ethereum. LeBron James's Western Conference Finals rare championship badge moment in the bubble is 1.2 Ethereum. LeBron James's three rims, game-winning three, metallic gold in the play-in game from this season is 1.3 Ethereum. So it really just like... Now, now just, it, for, just for a frame of reference, at this moment, the floor for crypto dick butts is 0.5 Ethereum, and you have to pay gas to get it. So the floor for winter bears, which are very adorable and well-illustrated polar bear cartoons, is the equivalent of the floor for a rare LeBron James moment where he has the championship badge on it. So, like, you know, pick your poison. Look, I I think it's, I mean, you know, we we joke about it, but but it's, it's simple psychology. Right. Like the fact is, you know, a thousand dollars just feels like more than 0.4 ETH or whatever that that works out to in in ETH. Right. So I think pricing it in ETH, if you're if you're a a, a, an NFT uh, collector that has Ethereum and spends in Ethereum, I think pricing it in those terms will 
probably make people want to spend more. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Kevin Durant run it back on the 8th Ethereum. 8 ETH. I mean, it's like, it's, yeah. You can't argue with that. <laughs> you can't it's, it's, it's basically it's, free. It, what's really fun is to look at the floor for Top Shot, and the floor for Top Shot is like point zero 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 five Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. It, it was just such like a wanted thing from the community, and they finally turned it on, and it was just met with uproarious approval. Um, and it was just really fun. Really, it was really like a cherry on top of the Sunday, on top of the the cake, on top of the pie that was this birthday celebration. And then they weren't done. Like they, it really like how much more could you? It was exhausting how much they rolled out in like the we, best. We might have missed something new while we're recording right now. I don't even know. So at like eleven p.m. that night, Roham tweeted out that self custody. And withdrawal, the ability to take your Top Shot moment off of NBATopshot.com and transfer it to another wallet, like OpenSea, for example, is going to be coming to power well, users. To, to MetaMask, platform. right? Not OpenSea is right. not your wallet, but to, to, to your MetaMask wallet. Yeah. Yes. Is going to roll out in a limited basis in October and expand throughout Q4 of this year, which is going to unlock third party marketplaces, lending, fractionalization group buying, all of these things on flow. Um, and that was kind of one of well, the main... Sure. I guess we, we should say it's not going to be to MetaMask because it'll be on flow. So it'll be to a, a Blocktio or a, a, or a similar wallet. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it unlocks all kinds of capabilities that people have wanted from Dapper for a while. And, and Dapper has basically taken the approach of we're not going to have all of these features, but we're going to allow self-custody so that people can develop some of those things on their own. Some of them, maybe they'll roll out internally eventually, but some piece of fractionalization and things like that, I expect we wouldn't see that on Top Shot itself, but having having self-custody will allow people to be able to do that. Um, and and Dingling, uh, famous, famous buyer of number one cereals, Ding- Dingling, uh, tweeted that he thought that of all the recent announcements, that was the biggest one. So, um, you know, it's it, it was easy to overlook that, uh, but uh, you you really can't uh, you can't downplay how meaningful that could turn out to be. It's the kind of thing that isn't relevant to like ninety five percent of the Top Shot community, but for the five percent that is very much interested in that and that is deeply embedded in NFTs and what it means to be an NFT. Like what is the freedom of an NFT? This was something that was important to a lot of people. Um, and now it's, now it's real. And in addition to that, minor things that happened, um, you now get an email on one of your moment cells, which yep. never existed before, but exists now. And, you know, little thing, but the NBA official social media accounts said, open a top shot account and buy a pack. And you'll be eligible to win tickets to an opening night basketball game. Yeah, great marketing push. Like, we we should. I want I want to go back though to the to the self custody because yeah, I, I do think that it's you you know I agree with you. I think ninety five percent of the users probably uh, are not really thinking too much about it. But I think it's it's important also to to say that many of those users it may become important to them down the road, right? Like it it may not seem important now, but as you know, there may come a time where maybe there is a, a DAO that is buying LeBron James Cosmics 
and you have the opportunity to buy into it on flow. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so if you want to buy a fraction of a LeBron James cosmic, you'll be able to do that. I mean, that could potentially be a really meaningful thing and, and could lead to a rise in the top end of the market. And of course, when the top end rises, then it allows everything else to, to catch up. Right. So if, if you think that there's maybe a ceiling on how many, I'll, I'm just using it as an example, but how many LeBron James cosmic buyers they may be right now, allowing fractionalization is a way to open up that marketplace to a whole suite of new buyers who are not going to buy the whole thing, but will buy 1% or 0.1% of one. And so, you know, you may, uh, to me, I think that is going to be the key to seeing million dollar top shot sales, um, you know, $2 million top shot sales. I think a part of doing that is expanding the market of potential buyers. And that includes not only going global, but including people who are buying fractions. It's super exciting. I, I can't believe, I can believe because I'm obviously very optimistic about Top Shot and their team and what they're capable of, but really to like, you know, surprise and delight to like another level on their birthday to roll all this stuff out and give us the reality check that like, hey, this thing's only been around for a year. Um, and and we're just getting us. started. And we're just getting started, right? So like, I don't know where we're, where we're going to be next year. You and I will be here to talk about it. That's for sure. For sure. Can I, I, I have a question for you. Absolutely. Before, before we, we wrap up and, and, and because I do love talking Top Shot, um, we're going to, I, I want to ask a, a, a dapper but Top Shot adjacent question. You are in the Susables beta. I am. I, I am not in yet. Um, thanks, Roham. I won't take it personally. Um, so your experience thus far on there, I know you, you have some, some of the Dr. Seuss badges and things yeah. like that. Um, and I know that there's some different functionality on there with trading and chat and things like that. Are there features on there that you either would expect to see on Top Shot or would like to see on Top Shot and, and that Suceables is maybe sort of a, a, a training ground for some of those features? Yeah, there are two. And I think you're 100... From my perspective, everything they're doing in Suceables is testing for the eventual... Top Shot adoption of those features. Sure. And I think the two core ones that make me most excited are a friend list. So yeah. you can actually build a community in the platform. Right now, we only are friends with each other on Discord or on Twitter. But if I can curate a list of friends or, or things to watch on and, Top and, Shot. And as of now, what what does the friends list let you do? It lets me send friend requests to people and then view their collections really easily. Okay. So it's, so it's sort of a, is it like a, like a Facebook feed sort of yeah. thing of your friends yeah. and chat okay. with them uh, and, yeah. and chat okay, and platform chat. Um, and then the other thing that they have is a trade marketplace and it is, it's actually really interesting the way they have it set up. It, it's kind of like the trade machine on ESPN where mm -hmm. people could actually say, I'm looking for this. Or they could put items up on like a trade block and say, I'm willing to trade this. And you can build trades and you could see what they have or what they don't have from your collection, their collection. And you could offer trades to them and they could accept or refuse those trades. And 
to me, that's like, you know, cards are about trading. Yeah. Moments are about trading. Um, The eventual adoption of trading and top shot, obviously with some kind of restrictions around it so that there aren't, you know, illegal behaviors taking place. I'm, I'm sure that's a concern area there, why it's happening on a very fun kid platform first. But if I want to get a moment from someone and I don't have to sell my moment to then get the dapper to buy it from them and then have them list it and then me refresh the page so that I buy it before someone else does, which has happened to me like dozens of times. That's, that's really cool. If I could, if I could say, I'm going to take these five common moments that I have and trade it for your rare, like let's go that exists there. I can make you my friend. I could view your collection. We could chat and I could offer you a trade. You can counter that trade. You could accept that trade. When that happens, that's super exciting. And that is currently active in doc- Dr. Seuss land. And, uh, you know, it's definitely I, I, I expect to see that. I mean, because uh, because uh, you're right. I mean, I, I think have it, you need to have, you know, whether it's trades or private sales or both you need some component of that to build community, right? Because right now, if you say to a friend, oh, hey, uh, let me, uh, you know, this this moment's trading at a hundred bucks, but I bought it for 50. Let me just give it to you for, for what I paid. You can't do that, right? You can gift, but that's really it. Right. I don't, I don't, if I list it for 50 bucks, a box going to snipe it before, before my friend gets it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think being able to do whether it's a trade or a private sale, I think really just goes a long way to building building that community and building a, a, a customizable experience, which is which is what what NFTs and what sports memorabilia should be. It should be customizable to yourself and your preferences and and what you want to do and see. So it's it's very exciting. It's very exciting. I, you know. Too much excitement for one week almost, but I welcome it. Uh, I look forward to what the rest of I mean, like the season hasn't even started yet, right? This is preseason this is started today. First yeah. preseason tip off. We're we're getting close. We're 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 fifteen or sixteen days away from the opening season. I'm very excited for it. We'll be here to talk about it, Adam. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to as always everything that happens in October, and we'll be here to talk about it around the metaverse. Have a good night, everyone. We will see you all next week.